Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. Welcome outside Froggy 92.9. I'm Dano. This is our podcast. We're Zooming it just like everybody else in the world. I figure if the Tonight Show's doing it, we can probably do it too. I'm joined by our morning show, which is who? I'm Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hello, I'm the youngest and my pants can't fit. Sexiest on-air personality in Sonoma County. <laughs> and his partner is? I'm Amber Henderson from Amber and Tanner in the morning. And we all know that I'm the favorite. Big facts. Mm. <laughs> People prefer me over Tanner and it's true. I took a vote. Of who? <laughs> I didn't. Her dad. <laughs> My dad. But I probably prefer standards. In another life, we have the most tickets in Northern California. And the person who handles all that and does an incredible job while you're working is who? Hi, it's Jen. What's going on, y'all? How is everybody? How's, how's the week so far? I'm not going to lie. I kind of had a little bit of a pity party for myself today. Ooh, how? I'm supposed to be in Disneyland today. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. So- Woke up and was kind of cranky, but I'm over it now. Who but... needs Disneyland when you have Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> There's something. It's funny, Jen, you, you bring that up because I actually just used Disneyland in an analogy with my wife because my wife was saying that it's wonderful to have this much time at home with the family, but it's like so intense and it's not really like the good stuff. It's like this like school and you know, you're cleaning and it's not like you're sitting around with this lovely time. And I said to her, I said, I love Disneyland and I love Splash Mountain. If you asked me to do it for three weeks straight with no breaks, I would not like it. It's that marathon time. It's a weird, weird set of circumstances. This is the Inside Froggy 92.9 podcast. We all share one story from behind the scenes of the station, outside the station in this case, or from our real lives. We always come up with an interesting way to figure out who is going to share their story. And this week, I want to know how clean is your house in your opinion? Mm. Because I have been cleaning like crazy. It's how I work through stress and it's how I control situations. If I have a foundation of cleanliness, then we can succeed above that. So uh, I want to know from a scale of one to 10, Amber, how clean is your house right now? I'd say about a six. We run the Roomba every day, so the floors are like immaculate. But like the bathroom could use a little tidying and the toilet could probably use a scrub right now. Tanner. Well, I just came home and my girlfriend had the entire apartment cleaned, which I'm very lucky with that. So I'd say about a nine. Nine. Yeah. Jen. I'm like an 8.5 slash nine. I've got a few empty beer cans on the living room table and a few dishes in the sink. But other than that, my bathroom's clean, my kitchen's clean, my floors are clean. I vacuumed yesterday. So about eight, eight point five nine. And I'll go in at 9.5. This wow. is the cleanest that this house has ever been in my life. Until I've, you uh... end the podcast and your two kids have destroyed it <laughs> yes that's true that, that actually is what I, I mean i've probably put away the toys and vacuumed the bat downstairs nine thousand times but there's always room for improvement so i won't go full 10 but yeah it, it feels uh, wow i'm getting this thing sparkling it's good 
So now I'm wondering uh, what everybody's variations of clean is because I feel like my house is pretty clean, but there could be improvements. Everybody's going with like an eight and a nine, and I'm like, there's no way your homes are that immaculate. Typically, uh, I would say my house is at a seven most of the time, but this is one of those occasions I came home and Lindsay was like bleaching the floors and like going crazy on it. So I also spent a substantial amount of time cleaning this weekend. So normally it probably sits at like a seven and a half to eight, but I did quite a lot of cleaning this weekend, which is why I went with my 8.5 slash nine. I'm feeling pretty good, Amber. I mean, I steamed the <laughs> floors. I did the carpet cleaner. I have my own like carpet, carpet cleaner device. Like a shampooer? Yes. Dude. I did the stairs with it. I mean, it's, this is getting serious. Okay, after hearing how you cleaned, I, I'm bringing myself down to, to a seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> there's still more you can do though i mean like for example i have these white tiles on my downstairs floor you know i steam the floors whatever there's still a little bit of grime on there if you take a mr clean eraser and you go you can get it bright white you look crazy right now <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop we've hit something with dano here i don't know what it is but this uh, is his thing so tanner your new number seven you said seven and a half amber six Tanner, seven and a half. Jen, eight and a half. Me, nine and a half. So let's go largest to smallest. So I'll start a nine and a half. He just wanted my... to start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please go. I'm glad it's not me because I have nothing yet. You're welcome. I do want to thank uh, everyone on the podcast because he helped me out on Monday. I wasn't able to come into the office and do the show, the studio, because I injured myself. <laughs> If everyone's interested, I will share how I injured myself. What I have told everyone is that I sprained my ankle while running. Partially true. Yeah, while running. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have this running theory that you watched the Michael Jordan, The Last Dance documentary, and then you started busting out the hoops for the first time in like 10 years. Falling! And, and you crossed yourself over and you broke your own ankles. You're going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> my sister got me master class. For Christmas. If you've ever seen these things on Facebook, it's like Gordon Ramsay teaches cooking and Steph Curry teaches basketball and these like, it's like a Netflix for super famous people teaching you to do stuff. Larry the Cable and, Guy teaches you to cut off your sleeves from your flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Take all the Prilosec you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've been watching the composer, the film composer, Hans Zimmer's Masterclass. And he has done the scores for Pirates of the Caribbean and almost all the Christopher Nolan movies, Interstellar, Inception, but also Batman. All the Christian Bale Batman movies were Hans Zimmer. The score for those movies are amazing. Bum, bum. When I go for runs, I'm always looking for new stuff to listen to. And I was like, oh man, I haven't listened to these forever. And so I started listening to all the Batman soundtracks again. And they're so good. It turns out that if, you are listening to Batman, even though you're listening to the Batman soundtrack, you in fact are not Batman. <laughs> nice, Jen. <laughs> Jen is wearing a Batman tank top currently. That's brilliant. So in front of Kenilworth Junior High School on the east side of Petaluma, which is where I went to, I went to Kenilworth, but this is the new Kenilworth, I went to the old Kenilworth. The new Kenilworth has these really cool like circular stone benches that are in front of the school. They're probably like three feet across. And I think they're for kids to kind of sit and wait if they're going to get picked up. 
I think they're also for safety to keep people from driving on campus, but they're there. And that's usually where I end up stretching. It's kind of worth junior high. They're also about five, six feet apart. I started jumping from one to the other. Oh no. Cause I'm like, this is like a cool thing, you know? And I'm listening to the Batman soundtrack and I'm like looping around and this like working different muscles and just normally when you're running and whatever, like, I'm, uh, this is kind of cool. I'm like doing a thing. I'm getting out and you know, screw COVID. I'm getting, uh, ah! totally came up short right on the corner of, I, I was nailing the jumps, but the last oh, jump, sure. I, I came up just short and my foot, Almost did oh. a complete 90 back, snap back, really hard. I would pay like $100 to see the film of that or the security footage of that. So then the extra stupid thing was, is I was like, I'm not going to let this ruin my run. I'm going to keep running. So I ran another like eight miles on top of that. And it really wasn't that bad. Maybe you are Batman. Or just slightly <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I ran all the way from Bat Dad. <laughs> I ran all the way from Kenilworth to downtown Petaluma and back. On a busted ankle? Yes. That's a ways away. It's eight miles. I'd call so, my mom. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is fine. Like, it felt a little like, but it wasn't that bad. Did you just have pure adrenaline at that time take over and you didn't really feel it until later? I mean, I guess. It definitely felt yeah. annoying, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. To, it wasn't like constant sharp pain. You must so, have, because if I hit my toe on something awkwardly, I'm out for like a week. Of course, I get home and then everything that like starts devolving quickly once I stop running. And then by the time it's the second day I showed, I sent you all a photo, it's puffed up, you know, three times the normal size. And now I'm like, you're an idiot. So my question for everyone is, what is a really stupid injury that you've done that you're just like, I so did this to myself. This is so dumb. Jen, I'll start with you. A handful of years ago, I took a half day at work. I think it was a Tuesday and my wife doesn't work Mondays and Tuesdays. And so I was like, oh, I'll take like a half day so we can spend part of the actual day together. We go do something. So she's decided that we're going to go have lunch and like maybe go shoot some pool. I get home and I'm sitting on the couch and she's just finishing getting like dressed and ready and we're ready to go. And I got up off the couch and fully threw out my back. Just from off the couch. <laughs> I actually ended up missing a day of work because the next day, because my back was so bad. I do remember that. I do remember that. How long did it take to get better? I ended up actually going to the ER on like day three. Like Katie had to help me go to the bathroom. It was really bad. They gave me like narcotics and muscle relaxers. I took a half of one and then I... Tried to fall asleep, but I was too relaxed and I thought I was not going to breathe. So I ended up being up all night really high. I never took any more of those. And just <laughs> hey, twenty, baby. Tanner, a dumb injury you've done to yourself. The dumbest thing, I was 19 and I was at a country music festival called Watershed at the Gorge in Washington. It's this big, giant festival. There's a lake that you can like bring boats on and stuff like that. And I was 19. It was my first year in radio. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's have some fun this year so i was on the boat the boat was going real fast and someone on the boat said i bet you won't jump off the boat and i said bet you won't <laughs> being the very confident 19 year old i was and i said i bet i will so i jumped off the boat going about 40 miles an hour roughly that's what they said and i jacked up my back so bad just because it was that stupid kid confidence where i was like yeah pff, don't jump off the boat I know how to swim. By the way, don't know how to swim. I was wearing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was wearing a life jacket. I want to clarify I was, that. I was going to say, I thought that was a whole thing was you learning how to swim. Yeah, I was wearing a life jacket. So I jumped in the water. And then for the first time in my life, I go, my back. Oh, no. I've heard one day you're going to mess up a part of your body and it's never going to be the same again. And that is the day that I messed up my back. And now you, you can ask Amber. I complain about my back on a weekly basis. Ouch. Amber? I have told you guys that I have broken a lot of bones in my life. The dumbest injury I've ever had, I was simply walking from downtown Athens. May have been slightly intoxicated. Uh, <laughs> and almost made it home, like was almost in the clear, almost there over the rainbow. We're getting to the parking lot, getting in a truck, and I just was wearing the worst supportive shoes ever. Just these like pointy toe flats that were really stylish at the time, okay? I step over a curb just, just a little differently and my foot just bends, hyper extends all the way around. So I Ugh. completely cracked the side of my foot, the bone on the side of my foot. And I tried so hard not to cry on the way home. I said, it's fine, everything's fine. I was in denial for a little while. And then we got to my apartment and my foot just swelled and turned black and blue. And it's like three o'clock in the morning. So I'm just like, I'll just go to the doctor tomorrow. It's fine. Tears are running down my face. And Paul was, if you don't stop crying, I'm taking you to the hospital. So we went to the hospital at three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night. And my foot was broken. Good times. He loves that story. So they don't think it's broken. They do have an next round file in case it gets worse, but it's been improving. So I'm going to miss one day. But thank you, everybody, for helping out. Thank you for sharing your dumbest injury stories. I'm glad we all recovered. Jen, you think you have the second most cleanest at an 8.5 apartment. Your turn to tell a story. My story relates to yours, and it is so that our listeners can understand what it's like to work with Dano. In a normal work situation, if you can't come to work, <laughs> you know, you text someone, you go, hey, you know, I, I'm not gonna be able to make it in tomorrow. Can you cover my shift? Not Dan. No, sir, Bob. <laughs> Dan gotta wait until 9.02 on a Sunday <laughs> night and starts out with a picture of his feet. <laughs> I saw the text come in. I was like, shit, not that it's nine o'clock on a Sunday is off limits for Dan, but he tries to be better than that. And it's just a picture of his feet. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't tell if you just had thick ankles or not. Or that's, I was just like, <laughs> like out of context. Is <laughs> I, I didn't even notice the swelling because I was just like, <laughs> F. Is he sending a picture of his feet in the group chat? Is, <laughs> did I miss something trending on Twitter today? So then he gets to the point that he's not going to be able to make it in because he busted his ankle. And if we could rearrange our on-air schedule to accommodate, which is totally fine. Amber and Tanner, I have worked with Dano for 12 years, almost. He's done a lot of ridiculous things. You've been here for a year. What's the most ridiculous thing that Dano has done? Oh, wow. I'm not Ooh. prepared for this. Do you have an hour? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're trying to give listeners an idea of what we go through day to day working with the ADD child that is Dano. 
How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? ADD. I'm focused. This is a side story. When I came in for my interview, we talked about his Arrested Development ban- banana for like a good hour. Oh, this is awesome. This is proving how normal it is to work with me. It's, it's not. not. They're, they're <laughs> through their Rolodex like, nope, can't say that. Dan will get mad. <laughs> if you don't want to share you don't have to. Dano is one of these people that not necessarily makes a mountain out of a molehill but like he romanticizes situations maybe or he knows how to make them sound big for lack of a better term. So I think I've told this story before but when I was here for my interview he like handed me the contract to like think about and he was just like Amber your situation it's like Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, when he's at the moisture farm, and then so-and-so says, you gotta leave the moisture farm, Anakin. You're Anakin, and Georgia's the moisture farm, and Star Wars rules. This is your destiny. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah, but you got on the bus after I said that, and what? We got on the bus, and at the next stop, someone getting on the bus was wearing a Star Wars t-shirt. And I was like, I'm not telling Dan. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like that with everything. Like, he creates these, like, big analogies for stuff. It could just be like, I stubbed my toe. And he's just like, destiny. (laughs) Destiny is something that Dano definitely lives by (laughs) A lot. And uh, kind of along the same vein, when I first moved here, I moved here without my girlfriend and I moved into this apartment. And this just goes to show like how much Dano cares about Amber and I. So I moved in this apartment and we had a natural gas leak in the apartment. It was a whole thing. Third day at the station, brought the cats into the station, everything like that. And then Dano immediately was like, you got to put the hammer on these guys. Do you want me to get a lawyer involved? I can get a lawyer involved. They're like, you want to get a lawyer involved, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was like giving me this guy's number and all that stuff and at this time i was like ah, oh, i don't really know don't want to make a big deal about it and he kept saying gotta put the hammer on him over and over <laughs> like he did he would say hammer That's then the like hammer. punch his fist i don't i'm still trying to figure that out <laughs> times that i've heard dano talk about how that apartment almost killed you <laughs> <laughs> First off, do I have an opportunity to defend myself? Absolutely. Destiny's real. I'm tuned into it. And I spiritual? I, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm just tuned into the signs and I use it to guide me in my decisions. There's a series of events that led you two to being on this very Zoom right now and having this job. And, you know, aren't you glad that we didn't ignore those? Yeah. All right. I'm a little much. And that, when we first moved here, Tanner and I were moving in the rain. And we had been moving all day. And of course, Dano comes over and he's like, what can I help you with? And he brings like cupcakes and balloons and all this kind of stuff, which is great. But then he's like, all right, I'll be back in like an hour and a half to take you out to dinner. We're like, <laughs> what? We just moved in. We're like, we need a shower. He's like, see you at seven. And I'm like... Can we do 730? He's like, 715, I'll be here. I was like, I haven't even gone to the bathroom in my new bathroom yet. (laughs) It's the first night. Yeah. I don't even know where I am. It's the first night. Come on, you move in anytime. It's the first night. That sparked a way better story than the one I had earlier. I'll be quick. Any more? I got one quick one that's actually two in one. So when Amber and I first moved here, 
it was our first day in the office and Dano was like, we got to go to Ikea today. That's what we're doing today. And so Amber and <laughs> I and Dano, we go all the way to the, where is this Ikea, by the way, like in San Francisco, right outside? It's near, kind of near Oakland and Berkeley. It's called Emeryville. So we go to this Ikea, we come back and, and Dano is like, you know, a great way to get to know each other is by building Ikea furniture with each other. <laughs> then Amber and I, for literally two days, try to put together a desk. And then Dano came and saved the day. And then when he came in, he's like, you guys to get to know each other better. You guys want to play hacky sack? <laughs> because he's I really trying to get us to play hacky sack. He's like, I really think we should play hacky sack. And Amber and I were like, eh, I play hacky sack. He's like, come on, guys, let's play hacky sack. And then he made us go on team building walks. <laughs> there is a reason why we uh, sometimes refer to Dano as extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you turn around and had the number one morning show in Sonoma County. I wonder how that happened. Must have been a big hey. mistake. <laughs> Total, Total, you, happenstance. Total happenstance. Total happenstance. Nothing to do with any of that stuff. My first week here, I was like, I've been sweaty the entire time at work. All week. <laughs> Uncommon actions lead yeah. to uncommon results. Okay, we're done with this segment now. And you said you weren't a motivational speaker. Okay. <laughs> Tanner, you think your apartment is the next most cleanest uh, at yep. 7.5? Why don't you jump in? My question today is, when did you stumble upon a community that you didn't know existed? So, uh, what do you mean? I I'll explain. <laughs> it, it happened with me. So, Dano on Like Narnia? Yeah, like, no, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> So on the last episode, Dano was talking about his Roku and how he was learning about this new thing. That kind of spun something in my mind that something I've been wanting to do for a while is build a new computer. And I know that's kind of a weird thing, maybe a little bit nerdy, but I've wanted to build a computer because the computer that I have sucks. It constantly is running too hard, doesn't need to get done what I need to get done for like videos and stuff like that. So I want to build a computer from scratch. So I started researching and I stumbled upon all these like group boards and subreddits on Reddit and all these like communities of people being like, you have to have the XCI3500X. And then it's, it was this big giant community of literally 3 million people contributing wow. to this. And I was like, this is a group of people I did not expect to find myself in somehow. And it just remind me that, that the internet has weird little pockets like that all mm. over the place. So that's why my question today is, what's a group that you didn't know existed that you stumbled upon? The Lady Gang Podcast. It's actually where I met Courtney that used to work here. There is a Facebook group called The Lady Gang, and it's a private group for everyone that listens to the podcast. And it's just like created this community of what they call Lady Gangers. We talk a lot of random stuff in the group <laughs> about our lives and boys and celebrity gossip, and it's just really cool. This is a really weird one. My buddy, uh, Adam, who's the one who bought me the first Roku, by the way, he got me hey, started hey. on the cool on streaming. Former Marine, runs a tech company, an IT company. He's a listener of the podcast. He, I see him one day. I was like, oh, hey, those are cool jeans. And he's like, oh, yeah, raw denim. There is this whole subculture of people who think that Levi's and the way that they process the jeans, like with steaming them or whatever, is not the way that you're supposed to have jeans. And that jeans are supposed to be raw 
and you never wash them. Oh, yeah. They're incredibly stiff. It's almost like a cast iron skillet for jeans. Look it up. Don't it's those stink, whole, though? I, that's what I wonder. I know what happens when I don't wash my jeans. So what they do, I don't know if it's exactly this group, but my roommate, my old roommate used to do it. He would, like, I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get some ice or whatever. And I opened the freezer of our fridge and his jeans are in the freezer. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> the cold temperature kills off the bacteria, but also my freaking food's in there. <laughs> That's exactly At least it. put it in like a plastic bag. No, just shoved his jeans in there. Yeah on my frozen pizza box. That's exactly okay. it. So it says on Google that raw denim has not undergone any of the usual washing and distressing processes. It comes straight off the loom and is cut and sewn into jeans and sold to you. It is stiff with a deep blue color and has a distinctive sheen. I mean, it's fine, whatever. But what's weird is that it's a thing. So that the people who are into it aren't just like, hey, I'm going to put my jeans on. It's like, I'm going to put my jeans on and tell you about it. It's the vegans of jeans. I used to work at a dry cleaners and people used to come in and get their jeans starched. And I imagine it's kind of like this. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like it. Jen? Bronies. Does anyone know? Oh, bro ponies? The dudes that are in My Little Pony. Yep. What? It's a thing. And I didn't know it, but there's like a whole, there, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but there was like a documentary series on it. It's on YouTube. I watched it recently. Okay. My friend is one of them. <laughs> Very openly and happily a brony. <laughs> what is that? A brony. <laughs> Guys who like My Little Pony. <laughs> my friend is not that bad, but like he'll wear a My Little Pony shirt and he's just happy as a clam to do it. I mean, why not? That's the beautiful thing about the internet is no matter what your like weird thing is, chances are there's a group of people that think the exact same thing. As long as that weird thing is relatively safe. Amber, you're up next. Your number six is your rating for your home What's your story this week? I was thinking about what I would want to do when I'm free as a bird and everything's like safe. What would be the first thing I would do or what would be the first place Chick -fil -A. I would go? You can still go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Can you? Okay. <laughs> and I was thinking about a margarita. It's been such nice days. Like it's beautiful outside. I want to be outside somewhere drinking a margarita in the middle of the day. And I don't necessarily know where I could do that. So where in Sonoma County could I get like the best margarita and sit outside? And also I want to know where's the first place you're going to go when we're released into society. Jen, you've got, I guarantee Jen's got the best answer on the margarita. I don't drink hard alcohol, so I don't actually have an answer on that. La Rosa? No, that right now you can get margaritas to go from Chevy's because I saw the banner. Dana, where was that one place that you, Amber, and I went to like one of the first nights that we moved here as one of our outings? Miranchito. Yeah, that place had some of the best oh, margaritas yeah, I've ever duh. had. Oh, yeah, said I should have said that to begin with. Yeah, Miranchito is a lot of fun. It's in Katati. And it's, uh, it's also near Mike's Burgers, which we also need to go to. So yeah, that would probably be the best one. 
Okay, okay first now, place you, where would you go? I'm going to one of my favorite places, Seismic Brewing in Sebastopol. Mm. It is like my favorite place to hang out. I love hanging out there. So I'm going to go there, going to drink some alluvium. I just went to the pickup orders or whatever, the curbside delivery, and got a bunch of beer from there. And I'm, I just miss the Barlow in Sebastopol. I used to spend so much time at the Barlow over there in Sebastopol. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing that again. I briefly mentioned it, I think, the last podcast, but I've had similar conversations with Eloy, who has been on the podcast once, maybe even twice, and he's our friend from Hot 101.7, and Travis, who has been on the podcast, desperately wanted to be on it more, Sales Chad. (laughs) Um, I can't wait for this to be over and to, like, have a night where, like, the whole squad gets together and, like, goes to 8-Ball in Katati and just, like, has a couple drinks and is just in a crowd of people. And that's not even my – I don't like to go out. I don't like to be in crowds of people. But that's, like, what I want to do. Yeah, when this is all over, can we all do the Katati crawl? Because I haven't done it yet. Yes. I'm with you. You know, let's get together and let's do – Mary's Pizza Shack, let's do Chili's, let's do Belly. Any of those places are my comfort places like that I feel have ooey gooey feelings about. So just being with friends and family at a restaurant out and just people watching and eating food that I didn't make sounds really exciting. (laughs) For a while, we were going to Belly like every Wednesday night. And the fact that I can't get belly's brussels sprouts we make great brussels sprouts but belly has delicious brussels sprouts and they're not open and they're not doing food to go right now and it's actually hurting my soul i miss belly (laughs) definitely do i have one last thing is it backwards (laughs) 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 don't worry well i'll wrap this up since i'm such a bother to all of you people Stop. Thank you, everybody, for uh, sharing your stories this week. I appreciate it. And it's good to see all of your faces and hear, hear all of your voices. And if you're listening to this, it's good to hear your words, too. We like reviews of the show on the Apple Podcast app, if they're five stars. Uh, leave us a review, and we, we'll read it on the show. Also, if you're a fan of ours or you're a fan of Froggy 92.9, tell a friend about the Inside Froggy 92.9 podcasts. We appreciate that very much, and uh, it helps grow the show. It helps keep the show going. So if you like us, help support us. Tell a friend and leave a review. We will see you next week inside Froggy 92.9. You can listen to more episodes right now on whatever platform you're listening to. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.